Blog Talk Radio. I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see. As I see. Welcome. Welcome. You just tuned into the The Hour Show. And it is the biggie. It's your boy, Journey Gray. I want you to settle in and experience some hip hop. I'm tap dancing on the beat, Savion, Sammy Davis, man, cabbage back in the Cadillac, smoking haze again. John Blazing, ghost writing, striking lightning. Call me Thor, control the flow, I'm Poseidon. When I'm writing, took the score of my life through the strife, down the Lord in the mic without a hype, man. Sound freedom out chasing the adrenaline Hoping I could spit again One more song Open mics I was killing them Now you feel the power The present is the gift And the time is the hour Seducing seconds As they beckon for the second coming I'm no messiah But there's fire when I'm strumming Vocal chords when I'm humming Like them bullets in the hundreds In Chicago in the summer From some youngins in the armor I'm B.B. King with Adidas on I'm complex I'm Stephen King with Adidas on In context You can consider me a killer in this trilogy yeah. Plates bring the realest on the show so you can feel it We are a tribe leading new school scenarios So listen close as we come you through your stereo This is Journey Brave And you are now tuned in to the G-Hour Show Radio Network once again. It's your boy D Slate. Shout out to my book Journey Bray for that. No doubt it's on the spot radio. We are back again once again doing what we do best. Um I just wanna thank everybody for tuning in with us tonight. Or today rather. It's a little early. But um we about to get it in today. I mean it's uh it's about to be a, uh, another phenomenal show, no doubt. Um, when I say phenomenal, guys, I mean that. On the spot radio, uh, we got a phenomenal one for you guys today. Uh, legend, I, I call him a legend because that's that's what he are. That, I mean, that's what he is, and that's what uh, the group he was a part of is as well. That's what they were, or that's what they are, rather. Um, but... Uh, Amazing R&B singer Ralph Tresvent from the incredible R&B group, superstar R&B group, New Edition, is going to be on with us today. Uh, it's going to be phenomenal. Can't, definitely can't wait to, to talk with Ralph. Um, he's got a new album, new single drop that dropped today, actually called All Mine. I heard the single. The single was all that. Trust me. Um, you guys are going to hear it. It's going to be a world premiere right here on uh, on the Spot Radio and uh, the Outer Radio Network. We're going to be giving you guys a taste of that, uh, of the new single, All Mine. And I promise you, you definitely want to go get it because it's, it's that good. And he's got Johnny Gill, another amazing superstar singer from uh, from New Edition that's featured on the, album, on the single as well, All Mine. So uh, definitely make sure you guys get that uh, and check that out. But um, I got the family in the building. My family's in the building. We're getting it in today. It's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to get it in with Ralph. But we got the lovely Miss Sandy, 
Miss TB. We got my boy DT, my boy LEO. We all in the building. What's going on, family? What's happening? Hey. 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 You know, it's, it's LEO right here. You, um, it, it feels weird. It feels like a Saturday. I don't know if it feels like that to you guys. It does. does it it feel really like does. It does, bro. It does. I agree with that. I don't know, man. Extended weekend? I don't know. This whole year, 2020, has been off. I don't know why. Off? That's a little more than that. That's a little more than off. It's off. I don't know what this is. Listen, off. No, it's not off. It's 2020 is somebody didn't pay their bill for about three months, and the electric company said, turn it off completely. That's what it is. The whole year, huh? <laughs> That's what it is. I mean, for real. I mean, I mean, I'm talking about coronavirus, you know, Black Lives Matter movement, and now we got this coming election with, uh, uh, with Biden and Nimrod. Uh, going up, going up against each other. So it's uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a special year. It's a special, and I mean y- short yellow about, bus uh, special. That's what I mean. Short uh, yellow bus you, special. Heard, that, yeah. Have you heard any rumors about uh, Trump uh, resigning from the election? No, I haven't heard that. Have, is that something that's that's been I going on? Yeah, I heard yeah, that. Yeah, I, I heard. Yeah, it was on Yahoo uh, News. Yahoo.com. Yeah, I, no, I, I haven't I heard that. I might have to look that up. Oh, he don't want to be I president. I think that was an opinion article, though. But I, I think it's uh, a. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that up. I don't think yeah. I heard that one. Yeah, he's trying to. He's trying it to might be some. With it. Yeah, it might be some market employee to get sympathy. <laughs> Who knows with that guy? <laughs> that could be no. very true. I, I, th- I think that it, I think if you're over 65, you should be allowed to be president. You said when you what? <laughs> when you're over 65, if you, if you're... you should be allowed to be president. You out of touch. You out of touch with the country. <laughs> That's true. Man, you out of touch with country. You out of touch with time. You out of touch with a whole lot. <laughs> you ain't lying. You ain't lying. I, I mean, you know, I don't even get to talk about out of touch with crime. I mean, look how many people go in prison when they're 19 and come out at 60 and don't even know what's going on in the world. That's a very valid point. I think we should enforce that, like get an age where they can kind of relate to the both audiences, the older crowd and the yep. younger crowd, because just getting a, get the older mindset, you just got – uh, older morale and 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 structure that they 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 had back in the day. You know, we got to have something new, just like we right. reinvent the uh, the church. Exactly, I agree. Exactly. I agree. So, I but, agree. But you know, both these dudes in their seventies, so we'll see what happens. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of it's gonna be a lot of um, finger pointing. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of. Um, I mean, it's a lesson, man. With with these two old cats uh, going up against each other, uh, they gon' they gonna need a, a a lot of geritol, a lot of dengue, and a lot of adult diapers. I mean, it's gonna be a lot of you know, exactly. a lot of craziness going on. This is this is good. This is grumpy old man part three. That's what this is gonna be. 
But you know what? You know what I think is so sad, and this is Miss Sandy. I'm, I, I, there's a lot of people. We don't we don't like our candidates. I mean, a lot of people don't like Trump. A lot of people don't like Biden, and so they're frustrated. And so this one woman says she feels like she does not want to be like intimidated to pick one or the other, which she doesn't like any of them. So she gonna write in Mickey Mouse. Well, you know what? It's it's almost it's almost like you got to pick your poison. Like you know, which which poison exactly. would you rather ingest? <laughs> you got to pick your yeah, poison. That, that, that was that was the last election, and we all see what it got. It got us in. Yeah. We end up we end up ingesting we end up ingesting cyanide. We end up ingesting exactly. cyanide last election. Exactly. Talking about some and then and my man said, "Come on, black people." It ain't. It's, it's already bad for you. What's the worst you can get? Now we see. The niggas are still talking about. Oh, man, you know, I don't like either one of them. No, that's like, real. I don't like either that's one real. of them. Like, like he literally said, "Hey, I agree. Look, look how look how bad it's been for you. What's the worst you can do? Give me a chance." And he done made it all. Make America great again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we keep going in. A, we keep going in a direction that that we in. We're gonna be sitting here. We ain't gonna be the DR radio show. We're gonna be like. Sir, Mr. Trump won't let us do what we want to do, so we just might as well turn this into <laughs> Trump radio, oh. sir. You <laughs> can't the voice. Yes, oh my God. I mean, that, that's what oh. that's where we headed. So, so, like, when I hear people say stupid stuff like, oh, well, I'm just going to write in Mickey Mouse. Well, if you're writing anybody what? else, it's a, it's a vote in the other direction. Like, exactly. Like, 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 if you don't want somebody, really? let everybody just be like, all right, look here, we're going to write in Obama. That's a different story. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like exactly. writing a value, a, 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 a candidate of value, not Mickey Mouse. Like, Mickey Mouse can't even be president if you want to. What? Who they gonna go get if everybody elect Mickey Mouse? Like, it's just too <laughs> But you know what they have to be careful about is that those supporting Trump affirm that they are supporting Trump, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, mm-hmm. we really don't have a, huh? No, you're right, a hundred percent. Right, and so we can't allow any wishy-washy on the side that's not Trump, okay? Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. <laughs> no, that's real. That's real. That's real. Look, I knew we yeah. were in trouble. No, I agree. ran a whole campaign that said Mexico going to build a wall, and he won. All I could do was laugh. Exactly. I ain't never seen no stuff like that in my life. Let me ask one me. of the – go ahead, DJ. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. No, no, what, like, that's that's one thing that uh, kind of, like, distracted us from the election. It's like, okay, he's definitely not going to win. So people didn't show up right. as, like like they should have shown up. But, you know, it's it's, it's a whole lot of uh, foul play going on as well. But, you know, we just didn't think it was possible. But it is possible. And it is very possible for him to do another four, four, four years, you know. Man, I think Yeah, I, think I thought we were getting punked. I, mm. I didn't believe it. I voted, and I didn't believe it. I really thought we were being punked. So I thought I was going to wake up in the morning or a couple of days later and you know, say, I, we were too. I, I, I was I was waiting I was waiting for Ash and Christian to come out and be like, "Ah, oh, y'all just been punked." <laughs> no, no. I, I knew I, I knew I knew what time it was, but I, I I will tell you this, I could see four more years of it. So all I tell people is, "Hey, if you're black, for real? You, you think so? One, yeah, I, I do too. I think so. I do. I think so. Against nobody. 
Like, like, so, so this That's is the whole thing. Right now, African Americans are so on the whole Joe Biden and all of the stuff he did forty years ago, and they talking about some. Oh yeah, he was. We were super predators to him, and blah 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 this that the other. So now it's like African Americans like I'm not voting for him. I'm like, oh okay, you didn't know about this until they tell you because I know you didn't know because you won't pick up a book to learn the basic foundation principles of this country. But when they tell right. you that somebody says something, you accept it and you run with it, and then all of a sudden it becomes law. But this dude is showing us every single day who he is on TV, mm-hmm. and you ain't accepting it. All right, not a problem. And so then you also have to look at it like this as well. You got to look at it like this as well. Even though that Trump is making a, 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 a donkey behind out of himself, he's still showing up every single day. He's being rude every single day. You're not seeing Biden doing a lot of things. And, he, you know, he's neglecting to do rallies. I know because COVID-19, but there's other ways to market yourself. He's not even making himself uh, a suitable candidate right now, and it's just giving him the uh, Trump the upper hand. He's already in office. You got to beat him to get in office. He's already there by default. No. So, so, so yes, th- that is correct. Biden's problem is when he does speak, he said a few of the wrong things. That's his problem. There's certain things. So, so I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna tell you how this thing works. It's kind of like a woman. You already got her warmed up. Somebody else already did everything for you because they made all the wrong mistakes. Now you done showed her something totally different, and all you did, all you got to do is shut your mouth. But for some reason, you decided, like, yeah, baby, I'm going to say this, and you say the wrong thing. That's what Biden but, is doing. But the easy <laughs> wrong thing, the wrong that Trump goes on and says the wrong thing every hour of the day, and people accept sure. it. They accept it, accept it, accept it. But the moment Biden, he said something, it's like, oh, no. It's, so it, it, it just, it, it's just a catch-22. It's like, I, how does one president get away with it? So I have a question. Party, you know, they don't. So do you Go think ahead. that if Biden's in office, he won't have Obama as, like, counsel, like, on no. the heavy side of it, though? No? You don't think so? Not you think he's gonna be riding solo? You know, you know what you know what Obama is? A figurehead. That's it. So Obama, uh-huh. Obama, Obama is that one figurehead friend that they can parade out anytime they need to raise money. It used to be Bill Clinton, but Bill Clinton messed up. Uh-huh. <laughs> so so now that man is Obama. So so Obama yeah. is now the Democrat that that every Democrat will go get when they need somebody to speak on behalf of Democrats. Yeah. That's who he is, and and and, and so I, I don't see them utilizing Obama as any advisory position or anything. As a matter of fact, I don't even know if Obama wants to. I mean, we all saw when Obama went in, his hair was all jet black. You know, he was looking like he was the man. Obama came out mm-hmm. and he was looking like he aged forty years in eight. Or well, come on now, something wrong. Yeah. But enough about politics. Just make sure y'all get to the election in four months. I mean, what is that? Was that Super Tuesday in four months? I think that's what it's looking yeah. like. That's but you know, I mean, with, with, uh, if this COVID nineteen don't kick back up and and slow everything down, hopefully oh, it, oh, it'll be yeah, it'll be rounding up. Not, and it's COVID. Yo, I'm not feeling standing in line for three hours. 
Yeah, this this COVID. If 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 you if you don't wear a mask, I tell you, you're doing somebody a disservice. I caught the COVID, and I can honestly say I'm down 24 pounds in two weeks. This thing ain't wow. nothing to play with. It ain't nothing to it ain't nothing to play with. Now the thing about this, I don't have a lot of health. I don't have a lot of health issues. Um, as a matter of fact, I don't have any. So like, I understand what I've experienced. Versus what some people who have health issues may experience. And I know if I'm down 24 pounds in two weeks, I can only imagine what somebody who would have some significant health issues would not only be down, but what they would be experiencing. So, hey, can you guys I mean, hear me? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely I'm, tell people. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that um, I'm glad that, that DP is talking about that and letting everybody know about that. Um, you know, um, I was going to kind of bring that up before we, you know, started playing some music. But uh, for those that are listening, our our brother DP um, got the coronavirus, got the COVID, and and right now he's doing he's doing good. You know, he's doing good dealing with it and. You know he's feeling pretty good, but I just wanted him to talk about it to tell to tell everybody about it because there's a lot of individuals out there who seems to have some kind of um, problem with it not being real, and that's why a lot of them don't want to wear masks and different things like that because there's a lot of people that think it's a conspiracy, a lot of a lot of people don't think it's real, and I'm glad DP's telling you guys about it just to let you know it's real. It's not nothing mm-hmm. fake. It's not a conspiracy. It's real. Yeah, you ain't got no 5G Yeah, I had a, um, one of my son's friends, a female, come over, and I was asking her where her mask was. She was in my house, and she was like, it's not real. And she thinks huh. that they're lying, and they're actually, when people go to get tested, they are actually giving them the disease and stuff like that. And I was like, Wow. Well, well nice seeing you. Bye. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, how can you give somebody something that ain't real? So her exactly. Whole is, yeah. exactly, it ain't real, but they're giving it to you. Like, they're, like, what are you saying? Exactly. <laughs> like, I agree. So, uh, but, but no, like, like I tell anybody, like, no, COVID is real. It's real. Yeah, it makes it, it makes I'm, you sleep. It gives you a. It, you can have a fever out of the world. I will tell you this: the realest thing I experienced was body aches. And so when people get to talking about the body aches, they're like, oh, yeah, your body just aches. I was in my bed, and I thought I was laying wrong. But all of a sudden, my back locked up, and I had to get out of my bed and go lay on the floor of, my, uh, of, my, of my bathroom. And I laid on That's the floor, and it, was, and it hurt. But I said, wait a minute, it's got to be better than this. I crawled back in the bed, and it felt like I was crawling on pins and needles. And wow. it was just that the virus itself was was making its way through my body. That's all it was. It was about you know, all, from all of the sweating and just just trying, the body just trying to, you know, um, what I say fight fight off the disease. Like it, it, it had it had to go through. And so like I tell people like yo when they get to talking about those body aches oh those body aches are serious. And you deal with that for I dealt with it for two nights. God thank you. That's all I needed. But at, but at the end of the day, I <laughs> tell everybody, no, it, it ain't it ain't nothing to play with. Do not do, do not yeah. play with it. And and the sad part is, 
People think just because you get it once, you can't get it again. But it can come back. Mm. So, 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 so that's the thing. That's the sad part. And the CDC, believe it or not, they're not giving nobody no direction on what to do. They're just telling you to get away from everybody for 14 days. There ain't no medication. There ain't no nothing. So if you don't know some people that, that, that somewhere in the medical bill that can tell you, hey, get yourself some vitamin C, some turmeric, some elderberry, some Himalayan salt. Like, I had a few people tell me everything. I had one lady talk to me for about 20 minutes via video call. She's actually on our network. And she sat down and she broke it down. She do the uh, health show. And she said, no, you got to do something. Miss Marcia Thaddeus. That's right. Yep. And so you, so you just got you just got to listen to those people and be like, all right, here it is. We either go, either I'm going to make it or I ain't. But, I, I mean, I made up in my mind I was going to make it regardless. But it just is what it is. And so I want to just, I want to take this time to, yeah, and I want to take this time to thank Marsha uh, for talking to DP and giving him that information. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marsha has our Sunday show, uh, health show on Sunday called For Your Health Radio. And um, she has a lot of great information, great tidbits. She talked to a lot of great doctors and, and individuals in the in the food and, and health business. So uh, definitely make sure you guys tune into her show on Sundays because she has, she has great guests on there and great uh, great information, great information. And she has a website that has a lot of that information, uh, yesterday's kitchen uh, for today. So def- definitely make sure you guys check that out as well. Um, I want to, I definitely want to talk some more about that um, a little later in the show. Absolutely. Uh, also about what's going on in sports right now is crazy. What's going on with sports right now, as far as the coronavirus is concerned. And so I, I definitely want to touch, touch bases on that. Um, as well, but now I want to I want to I want to take a music break, kick some music real quick. Hopefully, when we come back, we'll be talking with the legend, Mr. Ralph Tresman, right here on On the Spot Radio. Speaking of that, I got I'm, I'm gonna give you guys a little Ralph, some of the Ralph we know um, from back in the day when he when he dropped his his uh, his solo album, his first solo album. So definitely, we got some Ralph Tresman. When we come back, hopefully, we'll be getting it in with the legend. It's on the spot radio with your boy D Slade and the family. Ralph Trezor, sensitivity. Let's go.
got a kiss in description, baby, I can. So one who cares and dares to give himself completely, you got it in me. You need a man with sense of fear. You
my way With the grace all up in my face So I say, what's up love, how you doing? What you think about me and you? Nah, but wait, let's make a date Plans for dinner I'm down to take it slow Cause you know that she's a winner uh, Got me feeding for the cream, don't you know I'm moving in slow, but keep it low Yeah, low, yeah, yeah, low. yeah, baby boo Yo, what's up with and you? Don't stop. Word around campus that you like it with you I wanna freak it But first I'm gonna take a peek at it Grab it, stab it Cause you know I got to have it So hit me
Thank you, man. Were you and the brothers dropping the in, the new edition story, man? That was a phenomenal, phenomenal. That's for that was phenomenal television and film, man. So I want to thank you for that because you guys gave us a, a nice, phenomenal, in-depth look on new edition, and man, that was that was a phenomenal job, man. I want to thank you guys for that for sure. That was phenomenal. We, man, we kept it honest, right? As honest as we could. Trying to oh, put yeah. thirty something plus oh, yeah. years into three days was tough, but we kept it honest, and we we got with the right team, the right people. It took a while. It was probably fifteen years or so in the making from this, and when we first started talking oh, yeah. to the people, like Jesse Collins and the guys, to try to build it. But it, the whole idea mm-hmm. was to make it where um, it felt like it was true to the group. It was true to what we was doing. It was honest, and it opened up things and let people uh, see things that they didn't really know about the group and, and really be honest with what was going on and do it with, with some quality, style, and class so that the whole family could feel what we was doing, you know, and get a chance to experience it. Open the group up to a whole other generation, man, by starting with the little. We call them the littles, with the young new addition and then transforming oh, no into no the doubt. older, you know. The older. No doubt. Yeah, it allowed us to get that whole thing off, so... I thank you for appreciating it, man, and, and once again, oh, no doubt. allowing no doubt. us to do what we do and, and, and supporting it for like that, man, all these years. I appreciate it. No so doubt. It's really, not, it's not taken no for doubt. granted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I miss Sandy, and Ralph, let me tell you, I, you have been my favorite one from Candy Girl. I would zoom in on you. You were just you. I have just been in awe. And I, All right I am now. a huge fan. Yes, I'm a huge fan. And my sons, I have a 24 year old and an 18 year old, and they got introduced to you guys from the movie. Yeah, they heard you over the years because I played New Edition. I played, I played you guys. But then they really got mm-hmm. the story because they can relate to the the youngins and to who you guys grew up to be. Now, my question is for you. You seem like a more mm-hmm. try to be a peacemaker. I think you were approached to go solo to try to do things. You're like trying to accommodate everyone. Um, how are you able to maintain that peaceful, you know, mindset? Like you, your first album solo was sensitivity, and you were so frustrated. You know, how do you able to like like I've, I don't think I've ever heard a frustrating frustrated song from you. Like, you know, Bobby came out with his frustration. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, how do you do that? I guess to be honest with you, you know, I had so much attention coming up. Just like you said, as the lead singer of New Edition, there was so much attention on me. There was no, like, I always felt like I was already doing what I wanted to do. I was already out there. People were able to appreciate what I can do, you know, as an artist. For the most part, when it came to New Edition, I was getting that off. A lot of the other guys were the ones who weren't able to really let their um, their talent shine until they did the solo stuff. So for me, um, I was content. I never felt like, okay, I can do more of what I do and start getting um, just more involved with making the music reflect me even more so. But overall, there was no real frustration in me. I was just, I was content most of my career. Um and the other guys kind of needed an outlet to show what they do and their role and what they hadn't been able to show by being a new edition member um, to its fullest. You know, they was able to get out there and do things here and there, uh, but they wasn't able to really showcase their talents and their abilities. So I think there was probably more frustration in their in their music or in them to want to um, show the world what they can do as well. And also coming oh, wow. out of new edition, 
yeah, and also coming out of New Edition, able to express another side of you know how we all came up. We all came from the we came from the projects. We came from the bricks. So the other aspects of being a product of the bricks, they were able to let go and let that out. Bobby with his my prerogatives and don't be cruel and all this kind of stuff was kind of stemming from where we came from, but we never really was able to express as a new addition because of the style of new addition. And we stay true to what that, what that represents as a group and BBD poison and being able to kind of catch up with what's going on to do me babies and, and kind of this branch uh, or bridge, um, what we can't show again, what we couldn't showcase as new addition, but are part of us as members and as men and as you know, cats that was growing up in those environments and understanding all aspects of music, they were able to get that off and without time for new addition. So that's what that's what was beautiful about the solo projects that we were able to express and show different sides of who we are, what we represent, where we come from, without ever having to um, change up the style or kind of you know tarnish what I would think the, the flavor of what New Edition represents when we do that as a team. So I think that that's why that all came out that way. It, you know, this is okay. DP, uh, mm-hmm. Ralph. And, it, and it, it's funny you say that because one of your last uh, songs you guys had all together was Boys to Men. And it was like, once you guys all split off, literally, I always felt that we got a chance to see the men that each individual of New Edition became. Like when you guys all went and, and did all your your own solo projects, and just um, it was mm-hmm. still a it was still a very new edition type sound, but it was individually, and and you could hear certain elements. Mm-hmm. Of, oh yeah, so oh okay, well I, I hear that from this song, and so also oh, that was him singing. Like because over the years there were certain times where I could right. tell w- whether it was Ricky singing or if it was Bobby singing, but. But when everybody branched off years <laughs> later, you're like, oh, okay, so that's Ricky. Right. So, right. But I will say this, exactly. like, you know, one thing that, the one thing that 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 got me years a few years back was the biopic, man. And I sat there, and there were a few different stories mm-hmm. being told, but I watched just your character, and everything that your mm-hmm. character experienced from having to just sit there in the in the studio, and the guys want to go out and party. And you know, and, and you mm-hmm. know, um, people talking about, hey, this guy's being replaced, and this, that, and the other. Um, uh, and mm-hmm. and I, I remember the moment that got me was when you were sitting there and you were with Johnny Gill in, in, in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so you, you experienced this in real life. How did it make you feel, man, when you sat there in real life with Johnny? And, and he was like, no, man, they brought me in to replace you, and you knew everything you had done just to try to keep the team together. It was um, it was heartbreaking, man. You know, it's like I couldn't believe that they could even consider that. You know, I never considered being on my own without the guys. I was even if I was going to express myself as an individual someday, it was never with the intention of not being with the guys I came up with. Um, of course, the same way as when I first went into it. You know, it was the op. I had the option from day one to you know, to do it by myself. That's how the company yeah. came out. They backtracked behind the group and came to me on some man, we don't want to do it with all the guys. We feel like you got the voice that we're really trying to get out here and we don't want to deal with all the different families and parents and then, you know, it was that kind of thing that they were sitting down telling my mother and father and I'm sitting there listening to the whole thing. Um and I could have just kept it moving then. So my heart wasn't there and I couldn't believe that their hearts was there no matter what was going on at the time. Sure. But you know, I always um kind of 
felt that, you know, throughout the years that there was like, like BBD formed um, a camaraderie way before BBD even was BBD. They had already kind of oh. tightened up as the guys in the group who wanted an identity, who wasn't getting parts when they get to the studio because the Candy Girl album was, you know, 90% my, vo- my voice singing all the songs. When we get to studios, the songwriters were writing songs with that voice in mind. And so when we get there, all the parts was for me. And then you can see the frustration. You can see the, the, the letdown in their faces when they get there. And they say, well, what's in, what, what am I going to sing? What, where's my part? And blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And they was like, well, this one's going to be for Ralph. Or this one's, you know, we got this one with him in mind. But we're going to write you one. And then there would be no song that really came. They would just have parts. Eventually, they would put together with, like Ricky with the, don't you know, it's the real. They kind of was yep. sprinkling them in mm-hmm. like that. And then Michael was talking yep. or Ronnie was Rapping or yeah, so it was kind of like we always had it in our minds coming up that it was gonna be as far as the parts and on the roles on that level, everybody it was gonna be more temptationish than having like a, a lead mm. singer like the Jackson did. Mm. But it was more Michael. We oh. always felt like that's how it was gonna be. So when we started getting to that point where the record companies and people were just and people were just submitting songs with my voice, and I could see the frustration. So sometimes they come in and. You know, they realized they didn't have no parts. They just leave and come back later on that night, with, like like they did in the movies with chicks and checking in. Hey, what you doing, <laughs> no man? How's that record yeah, coming along, superstar? You know what I mean? And then no, I hear you, bro, out. for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was kind of where a lot of that came from. And again, there you go with that. That's where some of that frustration came about, you know what I'm saying? When, when they got the chance to do some stuff, they represented a different level of, um, you know, just letting it go, letting it, letting what was on their mind, what they always wanted to do, and then let it go on their own projects. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That's what, now, let me ask you this last question just before I get off. Did you realize you were the first person ever to rap and sing in the same song? We didn't know it at the time. You know, it was just what was going around the bricks. We, the rap thing was already big. We was big on it at all the block parties, you know, cutting and scratching and, and, and rapping and learning that whole that whole thing with the rapper's delight and the stuff that was out at the time that was that was hot. So when we went mm. in the studio, it was kind of natural for us to be these little round-the-way guys that was incorporating that. We was doing that kind of stuff around Mari Star, and he was like, hey, man, we got to put some of that stuff, like, on the record, so... Um, and that's, we put it on it, but we didn't really realize that that hadn't been done yet up until that point. You know, incorporating um, the R and B stuff with the rap stuff, and, mm-hmm. and then it was kind of in retro when we look back and start talking about it, and people was bringing it up to us. It's like, man, we didn't really realize, but that whole uh, she walks so fancy, looks so sweet, she makes my heart oh, no just big. <laughs> yeah. you know, and then trading off with your boy coming there, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it was fire to know that you know, Retro's doing that, man. We just, New Edition was breaking a lot of grounds and doing a lot of things that hadn't been a done lot of up until that yes. point. Yeah, including the solo project things, being able to maintain the mother and go out and have these multi-platinum um, solo projects and careers. And That's then still real. have the ability to come back to new edition and make it work. It was like, um, it can be done. We was doing a lot of, you know, man, listen, this is other things that you can do in this industry. And we was a lot of first for stuff like that. I agree. Okay. So this is Miss TV. And so, you know, I want to check in with you because, you know, times are tricky. And there's a tendency mm-hmm. for um, the world to relate to entertainers like they're not human. And I'm sure that there's mm-hmm. things that you're dealing with, and I just wanted to know and check in and make sure. Um, 
like how things are going for you? How are you faring in these times where things are kind of out of whack and um, quarantining and not being able to um, do things the way that we used to? It's tough. You know, i got to be honest with you, not being able, because my kids are in separate parts of the country, and it's like I can't hold them, I can't grab them, I can't take flights to see them like I want to. You know, my grandkids, they're kind of going up on the, on the East Coast, and I'm out on the West. So all of that stuff is kind of hard. I guess the pride is in being able to know that they're okay, they're all right, and that I have my platform now where I can go out here and speak for the people who don't have that voice, don't have no platforms at that level to be able to talk about and address some of the things that's going on. This next album is going to be important in that way for me, where it will be full of love. It will be full of energy that helps you escape that, but also it will be full of, um, it will have some elements of makes me want to holler, mercy, mercy me, the things that Marvin was doing when he was trying to, you know, represent the people mm-hmm. and letting them understand that mm-hmm. he, uh, he knows mm-hmm. where they're coming from. And, and I'm, I got your voice. I know I'm going to be a piece of that wow. extension of what you can't say and let the world hear oh, uh, what we're feeling, what we're going through. So definitely going to be a part like of that, that as well, man. So this album is special in that way to me where this is that album that I've always wanted to do. And I've been on wow. I was working the last two years on songs that have that topic before it really escalated where it is now. I already can feel the climate and the desire as a fan of Marvin and a fan of Michael and, and merging that, with that sound together with what I've been doing in the streets and what's popping. So my thing was always get to that album where I can start um, – Letting people see the grown rough, the seriousness of you know mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. and the things that go through my mind, I like that. and things that be on my That's mind true. that I wasn't ever you know never really dressed before. So those will be addressed on this next project for sure, and just getting deeper, getting deeper with the music, the sound, the vibe of it. Also, it's it's real grown folk music, you know. Wow, like wow, and, and you make an excellent point. Um, this is this is Elio. How you doing, brother Ralph? Um, How's now, it going, man? This new I'm I'm good. I'm good. This new single that you have out, All Mine, um, being as though that, you know, we're yeah. transgressing through times and you're you're creating this this new you and this this more mature you. Just tell us a little bit about that single, what it's about, your your creative process and where you were trying to go with it. That song was um it was just an introduction to try to stay where I was, get the voice saturated in a more familiar way. You can't just jump out there and stop making me want to holler on them, you know. And it's like, who is this cat that, you know. So to me, it was about slowly merging um, where I'm going with where I've already been. And the song actually came about uh, as a song that was submitted for Johnny and his album. And he said, man, this sounds like this sounds like my brother. This sounds like, So he called me up and told me he had a song he wanted me to hear. He thought that I'd be perfect for it. Sounds like, he said, it sounds like me, you know, I love no addition me and, and, and the sensitivity stuff that people are familiar with. So um, I went to his, I heard the song. I said, okay, let me see if it sounds like, let me go cut it and see if it sound, sounds like that after my voice is actually on it. And I went to his house and cut the song. And a few days later, he sent it back to me with my vocals on it and his vocals on it. And to me, it just had that classic, a Johnny and Ralph combination that Jimmy Jam and them introduced even the group to and introduced it to us and it introduced it to the world that these two sound these two sounds work together because that's when Johnny first came in the group and trying to figure out how you merge that how you swirl him in without changing the lead singer style but also upgrading the sound and the, and the 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 grownness the growing up of the group 
um, with that sound. I, my voice is kind of um, so he they they did it in a way where they t- they you kind of imagine Luther or Teddy Pendergrass type of singer, and mixing that with a Marvin slash Michael Gate uh, Ma- uh, Michael Jackson Marvin Gaye slash uh, Michael Jackson type of voice and you know you got that growl you got that groan you got those abilities and the runs and all that stuff that Johnny's capable of doing flawlessly, and then you had this smooth silky like almost buttery thing that that I grew up uh, loving and doing as an artist, and they found a way to swirl that. So when we got together um, on that record, we've been trying to perfect that ever since then. We've found the magic in that and the textures matching the way they do. And this song kind of did the same thing. It brought that texture, those two textures together where you get best, you get the best of both worlds in my mind. You get uh, that strong ability, singing ability with that smooth crooner thing that I do. And, the song just worked. felt like a great opener. And coming off the last song, we just did Perfect, where he did the lead, and I came in on his hooks and supported him as a feature. It was just felt like, okay, that just worked. Let's just flip that right now on my introduction back to the game, where um, now I'm as that, that extra thing to it to have Johnny on there with me as I open up the doors to, back to my solo career. And that's how the song came about, and that's and that's how we uh, pretty much chose it as the first single and the way to go to open everything up. Um, all mine, yeah. Okay, folks, we're down to the last 30 seconds. Okay. Um, well, Ralph, uh, I want to thank you for that, man. Um, the, the new single this new single is phenomenal. I've heard it. My co-hosts haven't got a chance to hear it yet. But uh, I just want to thank you and Johnny, man, because you guys gave it that old school flavor with a new school twist, and and you guys were able to adapt to to the to the music that they that they play today. And I just want to thank you because uh, the song was phenomenal. I can't wait to everybody hear it. But uh, I want to just thank you before we play your song for for joining us today, man. And we had a phenomenal time talking with you, man. I think that you're uh, an incredible artist, and you you're you're. True blue new edition through and through, and that's what we love about you the most, man. And and uh, you uh, you you've contributed some of the most phenomenal music, man. So I just want to thank you for that as well, and uh, thank you for joining us today. But um, if you can go ahead and introduce your new single for for everybody right now, and this is a world premiere on On the Spot Radio right here uh, with with Ralph Tresma. But go ahead, brother. That's what it is, man. I appreciate that, man. Anytime you want me on here, just reach out. I'll be back here. I'm right here. Um, this is the new show. Sure, I appreciate mine, Off of my new project. Yeah, off my new project. It's Ralph Fred's band featuring Johnny Gill. Grown folk music, y'all. It's called All Here Mine. we go. Enjoy yourselves. I hope you like it. <laughs> World premiere on the spot radio. Ralph Tresman featuring Johnny Gill. All Mine. Let's go.
Ralph Transvaz has to give to the world through his music. And it, and it, it's mm-hmm. just all in his personality and, 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 the way, and the way he comes through. So, man, I got nothing but love and respect for him. Yeah, I'm going to tell you this one thing. This is your boy, Elio. And um, that song took, took took a left hook, right hook, uppercut, and, and knocked me off my feet. <laughs> that that was a nice song. I said, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I said, what? I told y'all. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that thing was nice, and it it's just, it, it matches his it matches his swag, it matches his energy, and it's new, it's fresh, and um I was just getting all tight with chills just listening to it, and I was like, okay, we're on to something epic here, and um it reminded me of that interview we had these slate with with Sherry Shepherd, and um how oh, yeah. you know yeah. as we got to the point. Of a of a break, she was like, "No, y'all cool," and I just felt him get ready to say that. Like, no, I kind of want to talk a little bit. I want to chill. I want to sit back. But you know what, man? That was a phenomenal interview, man. I mean, and and I I get it, bro. And I and and I get it too because you know his his singles dropping today. He's got other cats he's got to interview with, other cats he's got to talk to. But I think if it was just another regular day. You know, maybe if it was afterwards, like he said, he'll come back on with us, and I'm pretty sure he'll talk to us even longer on the show. But I get it. You know, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a business, and he's got he's to promote himself, and he's got to talk to other people. But you're right, Elio. I did get that flavor because DP and Miss Sandy, they know what we're talking about, where we've had individuals on the show with us who was only supposed to be on for a short amount of time, but they end up being on with us so much longer because they love talking to us. And that's what I love about us is that we're able mm-hmm. to get people, make people comfortable enough to want to just rap with us and talk with us all, you know, uh, uh, for a long time. Like, like, you know, like we're old friends and we're just sitting around talking. So that's what I love about that we do when we're talking with people that we can make them feel comfortable enough to 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 want to talk to us and want to chill with us for a long time and just just talk about what they're doing, talk about what's going on in the world. So you're right though, I did feel that from him. I I was I was kind of vibing that from him as well. So and that's just one of the, one of the many things that we love about him. You know what? I didn't expect it to have such a modern feel to it. You know the new song. I did. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like shocked. Like wow. You know because. You find a lot of artists are unable to, like, shift and move with time, right? And unless he told you your, his age or um, what group he belonged to, you wouldn't know that he didn't belong in this new era of music in that genre. So I thought but that was, like, really cool. I agree. But, that, but that's that always was been New that's, But that's always been New Edition's thing, though. Like, New Edition to drop a track, and it's always been right in line with whatever the time is. So, like, if you tell me, you know, him coming from the group, he, he's, a, he's a part of that equation. Like, I've, I've never heard a track dropped by anyone from New Edition that wasn't right along in, in the genre. And it met the music. But you know what? I'm, I'm questioning, because he knows what to do. He's been in the game forever. And he knows how to, you know, give us doses because he knows that, you know, we want to hear what we what we used to hear from him. So he can't mm-hmm. give us, you know, really maybe who he really is. He has to baby step us. So I, you know, and then it seems like he's fine with baby stepping us, and I like that. But think of the artists that were pigeonholed; they feel confined, like Tank. Tank dropped that he was always on that love ballad thing, then he came up with this stripping sexual in your face savage album um 
you know, then he went to hiatus a little bit. And so for Ralph to come out now, he's baiting, you know, he's giving us teaspoons and reminding us who he is. But I wonder or who he was. I wonder is this going to progress and be more? Is there something else he's not showing us? You know, I that's um I wish I would have answered that. It's just it's, it seems like he got something else in him. That's what it seems like to me. He yeah, I mean, I think, and I think that's what. No, I think you're right. I think he was getting that day. Has a lot more to give. To give with his music, and I agree. And then that's that's good that you guys recognize that. Um, but I agree with you. I think that. Um, and TB, trust me, when I heard the song, I felt the same way. I was like, damn, it's got that old school flavor, but it's got a new, it's got that new school twist. So if you didn't know who he was or what era he was in, you would think it was just one of the many songs that they play on a radio. But see, that's my frustration. I want to ask you guys about that real quick. Is that we get artists like that on the show, legendary artists like that on the show, and they're creating new music. And so we, we love the music. We know the music is slamming. And so it's like we know for a fact, all of us know for a fact that mainstream radio, they'll play their old school stuff all day long, but their new school stuff they're not going to play. Their new music they won't play. They'll play their old stuff all day long. And for me, for me personally, I think that's disrespectful. Because if you're going to play their old stuff, their new stuff is just as good if you listen to it and give it a chance. Let the let the public hear it. Let the public decide what you know what they think. About it. But again, I just for me it's disrespectful that you'll play the old stuff well, and you won't play their new stuff. Well, that's all about the the monster behind the old music. So think about it, man. If Universal is the is the beast that you know they were on originally, and now all of a sudden they done left Universal and they on their own label. Well, I get more money when I pay when I play your Universal music because Universal. Mm-hmm. So, so it it, it kind of becomes one of those type ordeals, um, so, so so to speak. And it's not that our artists of yesteryears aren't still making great music; it's just now a lot of them have learned the way the game works. They've learned, hey, well, why take three points when I can have five? You know, or or, or, right. or, or why do this when I can do the entire album myself? So and, and and now that the industry sees that, you know, it's not respecting them the same as, you know, the the whole product versus just the artist. You know what I'm saying? Um, so so I, I I get exa- I get exactly what you're getting at, but it's just our job to keep pumping them, to keep protecting them, to, to keep putting them out mm-hmm. there, everybody that we can, so that those songs can get now, granted, uh, I mean, heard. And right now, granted. Now, granted, I get it. I get it. I'm pretty sure in in their home state, they're probably they're definitely probably getting airplay because that'd be a shame if there weren't. But I'm pretty sure in their home state, they're getting they're getting airplay unit when they create new music. But I mean, I I, mm-hmm. I know I know and I agree with you, DP. I, I know it's it's that type of business. I know that's the mm-hmm. monster in the game, and I know they work like that. And I know a lot of the artists had on has their frustration about that as well. But also. I think the the beauty of it all now is today is 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 the way music is on social media and the and the platform that social media has give, has been able to give music to allow artists to still be able to pump their music and their videos out there and and still get a lot of um a lot of attention from it because of the way uh the internet is and social media is today so I think um social media and the internet still makes it a win win for them because it's, it allows them to give them other platforms to put their music on. 
so so you don't think that some of it's driven by the audience? Um, because I know for myself, um, no matter what an artist creates, and it can be great, there are some oldies that I'm just attached to. So, like, when I go to a concert, I want to hear it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I feel you, definitely. So I, I'm, I'm just wondering if some of that is driven driven by the audience also, you know? Not that the new music is not great, but, yeah, I, I, you know, when I go to a concert, I actually am going to hear a lot of the oldies. So that you know the word, so, too. So, yeah, so, yes, some of it is driven by the audience, but, also, um, and, mm-hmm. but the thing about it is, young, how can I say this? Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh! I don't want to say it without actually having the numbers to back it up. Um, if, if you were to ask young people to just like young people today don't buy music, and people are like, well, how right. you gonna say that, DP? Like, no, they're gonna stream. They they they're gonna get your music in any other in any other means. And so the thing, but but now these young people will go out and you know, show up at these concerts or these big music festivals and this, that, and the other, which those attendance numbers is what helps drive everything for these artists. But, you know, in this streaming mm-hmm. game, like, uh, a lot of these streaming numbers are, ficti- are, are, are fictitious. But when it comes to the um, – when it, and the way these artists are getting paid is these artists get paid off of, quote, unquote, streams and um, and uh, record, record spans, uh, BMI – BMI ASCAP uh, is how they get paid when their song gets played on different platforms, whether it be uh, the radio, television, movies, whatever the case may be. Um, the the elders, who and like I said, I don't want to say this without without having the numbers to back it up, but I'll say it. The elders don't get the opp- the same opportunity simply because they have to be re- reintroduced to a younger generation who may know nothing about them. If I go and tell my son right now, hey, I just interviewed Ralph Press, man, and I could I could have played New Edition music for him all over the years. He's like, who was that? Hmm. And he's like, whoa, yeah. wait a minute, didn't you see the didn't you see the didn't you see the New Edition biopic? Remember that? Yeah, 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 I remember that. Well, that that was him. Oh, okay, he was the lead singer. Oh, okay. It's just something that there's a disconnect there, and and so like like a lot of the guys, like like some of the people that we may like. Unfortunately, we're getting older, and we're not buying music the way that we used to buy it. Um, we'll go see them if they come around because now we got that disposable money to be able to sit down and watch New Edition in concert versus what we had when we was younger. But, you know, those guys aren't really getting that those type of opportunities as well simply because of what's going on right now today. So I hope that kind of answers the questions uh, to some degree. You know what, DP, DP, you made some very points, and TV, you did also. I think it's audience-driven. You know, and I, I remember we've had some um, guests on the show, and I've also looked at some past videos. This is Miss Sandy speaking. And um, Jay-Z said there's when he does a concert, he knows there are certain songs that his fans want to hear. And some, some of the songs, I apologize, some songs for him, it's hard for him to sing or rap because he's not in that headspace anymore. He's grown past that. But because it's about money, you got to deliver what your audience wants to hear. I agree. 
this is Leo, and um, it's also thinking about it like um, his music. Who is it directed to? Who is it targeted to? The audience is not necessarily targeted to them because they're not really understanding on that level. Like even what we talked about on the last show on about being in love and, and how people love, they love different. And it's, it's like they, he has his own avenue on which he can, he can drive on. And a lot of that is going to be shows, you know, um, as far as the radio, they want, they want the popular music, which is popular culture, which is the younger crowd. So it's not necessarily right. excluded. He has his own audience. He's always going to have his own audience. So, like, even when I post post for uh, this show right here, all of the people, let's say, 28, 29-ish, probably older than that, I'm 32. So, like, every everyone my age and, and older is the ones that's reposting, liking, and oh, my God, and, and all that other stuff. A lot of the younger generation is not necessarily interested in those, but I look at myself. I'm not really into social media like that. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not on the, uh, the, the, the Snapchats and all of that, like that. Like, so I'm not even looking, yeah, I'm not even looking, looking for music in, on those avenues. So where I'm looking at is old fashioned radio and going to shows. I enjoy that time and that experience of, of, of watching live music. That's his era. That's his groove. He's still got it. So, um, just looking at popular culture, I could see what everyone's saying here. Um, on how things are, but you know, I think he still has his line. I agree with his audience because his audience is still his audience. One hundred percent. I agree. Which I mean, which, I, which is us? I, I I agree. I think that um, I think I think you're right. I think that uh, a lot of artists are like that. I mean, they get and they get to, and they get a whole lot of love overseas as well. They probably get more love mm-hmm. overseas than they do here. Uh, you know, which is another topic, you know, we'll talk about that some other time, but they, they get a lot of love overseas uh, as well. So, I mean, and that's, and that's pleasurable and that's entertaining for them. And that's, and that's good, good for them because they know that they got fans all over the place. They got fans all over the world. So, um, and, and that's what, that, that's what makes it beneficial for them. But um, I want to take a quick music break real quick. When we come back, I want to talk to my family uh, real quick before we close it out about uh, what's going on in sports right now because of the coronavirus. And I'm talking to all, almost all of them, MLB, NFL, NBA. Uh, it's just a lot of craziness going on right now with, uh, with sports. But um, I just want to touch on that real quick when we come back. But we're going to take a music break. When we come back, uh, we're going to close it out for you guys right here on On The Spot Radio. We got some Harry Styles. Let's go. Tis like strawberries on a summer evening. And it sounds just like a song. I want more berries and a summer feeling. So wonderful and warm. Breathe me in, breathe me out. I don't know if I could ever go down. I'm just thinking out loud. I don't know if I could ever go down. What a little sugar high. What a little sugar high. What a little sugar high. What a new sugar high 
quiet. DL Radio Network on the spot radio with your boy D Slate and the family. We in the building that was Dua Lipa will break my heart right here on On The Spot Radio. Uh, real quick, close it out, I want to ask the family, uh, how they feel? How do you guys feel about what's going on with sports and the coronavirus right now? Um, I think I, it's, this I, is Elio. Uh, we'll go ahead, Miss Sandy. Ladies first. <laughs> Thank you, Elio. But in, in regards to the NFL, I, I would like to see a, an apology to uh, Collins. Um, but I have not seen that. But they're introducing that they're going to be playing the black national anthem um, at every game, the first game of every week. You know, that is progress. You know, every little step is a little progress made. Since, you know, majority, a lot of the athletes are black. Um, you know, I, I, it's progress. But I don't know if it's going to be a point where everybody can can congregate at a game because of the coronavirus. You know, so, you know, I don't know how that's going to work. They're going to lose ticket sales. I don't, I'm not quite sure how things are going to work, you know, this year or, you okay. know, anything. Well, you know what, with the when it when it comes to the virus, um, I think that they should take more precaution on um on on this whole pandemic. Um doing it at Disney World, okay, let's just you could run a trial but then you run a risk of infecting the whole entire basketball league. Um, I, I just think it's a it's a better way to do it. I think this this season should just be voided. It should start off fresh. When all of this stuff rolls over, everything subsides. And as far as the cause and and them allowing people to wear black and 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 uh, 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 a figure from from Black history, I just think that's kind of like a mockery of what America's done to us for so many years. You know, they oh let's give them Black History Month, give them February, and and, and make them yeah. shut up. Everything's equal. You know what I mean? I just let's let's, let's go across the board. Just no more national anthem. How about that? No more national anthem. It's it's it's, it's the 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 history. American history has been created on our backs through slavery, segregation, oppression, and all of those different things. And the the Star Spangled Banner uh, exemplifies that. Let's just get rid of it, just like they're doing all of these memorials. Get rid of it. Let's start off fresh. Let's create something new that represents who we are as Americans now. We are a synchronized state. Um, there's multiple races and ethnic backgrounds and things like that. Let's just erase everything and start off fresh. That's the only way we're going to get over this. That's the only way we're going to get past this. And it needs to be more, uh, more, more recognition than the beginning of the week, more recognition than one month, more recognition than – Saying Black Lives Matter and, and really making things matter, and that's that's my. I feel spirit. you. I hear that. Take, I hear you. That TV. I just want to watch football, y'all. I'm serious. Plain and simple. I like that. Plain and simple. I like that. Yes, I mean, I agree with you. I, I miss too. it. You know, I'm, I I boycotted when all that stuff was going with Colin. So it's been a couple of years since I've actually, like, really enjoyed football. And, like, um, 
I'm 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 just ready to watch football. That's it. Um, I know there's considerations. They they're not my considerations because I'm usually watching it um, from the house because I like to be I'm loud and right like to talk <laughs> crap to my sons. You know, we're on the phone talking right. crap about each other's teams and eating what I want to eat the way I want to eat and not having to worry about anybody else around me. So um, that's me, and I get that, you know, there's a lot of people that actually enjoy being at the venue. Um, and there's considerations. You know, I wonder why they are not making – have y'all seen those face shields, the plastic they, yeah, they put the fan up? Yeah, I've seen them. Don't – I mean – you know, it would take the conversation around the mask and um, breathing in um, carbon dioxide and, you know, it being unhealthy and whether the particles actually, you know, the cloth actually prevents um, the virus or anything else from coming through right. it seems feasible. Right. I don't know how expensive it is, but, you know, maybe that will allow people to be um, not six feet apart and enjoy stuff like that. Uh, DP, but not my think, issue. Bro? I just want to watch it. <laughs> Man, I, I, I personally think all this season, this season just needs to be a wash and just let it go. And I, I don't think there's anything else that needs to be said. You got people's health in danger. It's hard. What Football teams have 55 players. 55 players on each team is 110 players. Then we're not even talking about the staff that take to actually run the game, the officiating crew, the light team, the, the people who do the um, audio video equipment, the camera people. It's just too much. I, I think I think I think we just need to take this as a loss and call it a day. I, you know what? That's the same way. Would you see so it you the need, same so way if they had a? Um, if, if they had a um, vac- vaccine, would you I would take it seriously if they had a vaccine? I I'm not a lab rat. I better take it first. Let me see what happens to y'all. Y'all take the vaccine. Yeah, I would recommend the vaccine. Well, it, it, like I, I, just, I just believe this season, until they get a hold of what's going on, you might as well not have a season. Because there's too many people that can be infected. You said earlier. I get it, though. You're right. We need to. We as a world, we need to we need to we need to pay that electric bill so we can get this power turned back on. Cause uh, I think um, yeah, you know right, right now I, I I agree I agree with I agree with everybody, especially with uh, with what Leo and DP was saying for sure. Uh, I think even though I don't want to, cause I love football, I I I, I, I love watching it and and I'm absolutely going to miss it. But I mean, it's it's just it's too much going on, and, and just like DP said, it's a it's a whole lot to go in it. And with any with every sport, you know, it's not just the team members and the audience, but you got all the people that work behind the scenes to 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 keep the game uh, to display the game and keep the game going. So um, I agree, it's a lot. Um, if they are talking about still doing it anyway, then they need to take serious precautions. Um, if if it's a stadium. That holds forty thousand, then maybe you should allow twenty thousand or fifteen thousand. Um, you know, just cut half of that all the way out. Just take a zero. Just don't do it. We we, we don't know what what's going on right now. I, I'm with DP. Exactly. 
Exactly. Like, you know, just but I mean, I, I, think, I agree. I agree. I think they should do it like that. But if they just decide they're going to do it regardless, then they need to take some serious precautions. So I, I have a question. So without people, and I'm, and I'm not talking about being irresponsible, and I'm not talking about, like, not taking it serious enough that there aren't precautionary measures. But how do we get to actually get the nature of the beast without the interaction, without finding out how it's caught, when it's caught, under what conditions, who is truly impacted by it more? So sometimes I wonder, and I, and I get that there, there is a, a fine line, right? But... Mm-hmm. I sometimes wonder if us not interacting um, in a normal sense prevents us from or slows down finding the the solution, the vaccine. Mm. The you but, you know, point. the states are open up. This is necessary. The states That's a good are point. Up. And, well, the point is people are going out here acting like, you know, it doesn't exist. And those are the ones that are going out there and acting like it doesn't exist. They're being now diagnosed with the, the virus. And some, the guy that died of it, he said, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm going to go to the party. He's dead today. So some of them, they, they can, they, like, uh, VP has it, and he's probably going to heal. I know he's going to heal from it. But some people may get it. If you are willing to put your life, because you've grown, you want to put your life and be that lab rat to see if it affects you. If you go home, then how does it affect your your children or your mother or your, your aunt, whoever you make common contact with? If you're willing to roll those dice, then that's your life. You should do that. For me, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, you know, I'm, no. Yeah, I, could do that. I mean, I think I agree, and I and, and I agree with you, Sandy. I'm not going to be no lab rat, so I would I wait to see how it affects everybody else when they drop the vaccine. So I'm not going to be no lab rat. So absolutely, I'm not- excited to see Cam Cam Newton on uh, New Orleans, New England Patriots. I want to see what he does with that all. Uh, I'm not I'm not excited about that at all. I mean, I'm not a Patriots fan, and I I feel like this. I mean, I, I mean you. It's, it's it's almost kind of like you just have to see it to see what it's going to be. I mean, he's you know he's not a Tom <laughs> yeah, Brady, I, you know what I'm saying? So right, you just have right, to see. Right. Like, but I want to I want I, I just want to know, was it Tom Brady being a great quarterback, or did Tom Brady or, have or a good O line? Did he have a good team around? Was him? It, right, or, or was it just Belichick and the team? You want to see if it was really Tom Brady. I like that. Right. It wasn't Tom Brady. We all knew that for years when Tom Brady shut his ass down and other people came in and succeeded. True. It's the, it's the coach. It's The only difference is... Belichick could tell me, hey, man, can you turn your head to the left twice and just throw the ball that way? And I'm like, sure, coach. And next thing you know, I'll be on the cover of Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Simply because he just – all he needs you to do is one thing. <laughs> oh, man, I like that, though. <laughs> you just do what he tells Belichick you to do. Belichick like, say, hey, he can say, hey, Dean Slate, just take it two steps forward and toss it to the left, and I'd be a superstar just like Brady, too. You'd, you'd be a superstar tomorrow. Lord. 
Hey, and you you won't even see where you even threw the ball. Next thing you know, everybody's here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Damn, I threw it to him. <laughs> you be thinking, you be thinking, you done, you be thinking, you done broke all type of records. And it's like, yeah, no, man. Just... I agree. <laughs> no, go, I agree with that. Go back and I agree at, with go that. Go back and look at the tape. The ball done traveled two inches. <laughs> <laughs> um. I listen. I, I agree with everybody's points about uh, what's going on with the sports and the coronavirus. I, I absolutely agree. And whatever decision they make, I, I hope it's a, it's a it's a good one and it's a sound one, and it's a decision that they can live with, uh, with, with, with whatever the decision is. And I wholeheartedly, and I'm so glad Sandy said that, and I wholeheartedly agree. As far as I'm concerned, and I know you guys too, we're we're good on how we deal with it and how we're going to interact with it and deal with the whole virus thing. But how anybody else, how you guys out there want to deal with it and you want to, and you want to tackle it and you want to handle it, that's on you. As long as you can live with the consequence and live with your decision, you know, if you decide to be out there and, and get infected and infect other people, that's your decision. But just know, but just know you need to live with that decision. Um, with that being said, um, again, I wanted to um uh, I wanna thank uh our brother Rob Tresman for joining us on the show tonight on the spot radio. It is just like his title, on the spot radio. You guys don't know what day we're gonna be on, what time. That's just what it is. It's on the we on the spot. And you don't know who we're gonna be talking to, but you can best believe if we on, it's gonna be somebody spectacular. So just keep your keep your eyes and ears out on social media. Um you, you just never know who gonna who we gonna be talking to next. Um, and it, it just goes down at any time, so that's why you guys got to keep a lookout for it. Um, and with that being said, I want to thank my family for being on with me. Uh, DP, you got any closing comments, my brother? Man, just one heck of a show, man. Glad to be a part. Shouts out to the boy Ralph and the team. Yo, until y'all see us on the spot next time. DP, say peace. TV, any closing comments? Thank you for all that joined us. It really was a pleasure. It's, I like chopping it up with family and the artists that come on the show. Um, and until next time. There we go, Miss Sandy. Yeah, I just I want everybody to stay safe out there. You know, I love, you know, on the spot, love you guys, love our listeners. Just stay safe out there. This coronavirus is, is no joke, and just because you may be healthy, mind you may have kids with illnesses like type one sickle cell whatever the thing is you got to not just think about yourself think about the people that you come in contact with um there you go move move caution yeah move caution move with care and you got to be on a defense always there we go elio uh, as always, live everyday optimistic and um, just think about the positive side of everything, guys. And um, this show um, definitely was an epic show. And the feeling and the vibe that I get, we are on to something phenomenal. And it's going to happen soon. And I, I just can't wait to see the future interviews. And if it's other celebrities, well, I'm going to tell y'all like this. Please, please. Hey, look, I'm going to tell y'all like this. I'm I'm still trying to get DP Cousin on the show. And when we get DP Cousin on the show, it's going to be epic. And that's all I'm going to say. DP, Miss Sandy, Elio, they all know who I'm talking about. So if we get DP Cousin on the show, 
this show, that show is going to be beyond epic. Just know that. When I say beyond epic to all the listeners, it's beyond epic. Trust me. Wow. Trust that. Yeah. Trust that. 100. You know. Yeah. But with that being said, um, with that being said, um, to to end the show and um, you know, for our brother Ralph Tresman, I'm a I'm gonna end the show with uh, one of Ralph's uh, hit songs um, from his first solo album, which is "Do What I Gotta Do," uh, and, and and that says it all. Do what you gotta do while you're out there uh, living this life and dealing with 2020. Just do what you gotta do. Just make sure you can live live with whatever decisions that you make. On the spot radio, Steve Slade and the family. Uh, we we love you guys. We want to thank you guys once again for joining us, and we'll see you guys next time on the spot.